You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to another episode of It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. And we don't know what the weather is going to be like on Sunday. That's what makes this one so much fun. That's we literally the title of the episode. That it's always game day in Buffalo, and we don't know what the weather's going to be like Sunday <laughs> and, in Buffalo. And we don't know what the weather's going to be like in Buffalo. I've even talked to our meteorologist at Channel 7, and everybody has a different opinion on it. It's like, oh, it's going to be really, really bad. Oh, it's only going to be kind of bad. It's not going to be like it was against the Colts in 2017. There's so much up in the air. Yep. I probably already should have introduced us, but I'm Matt Povey with Channel 7. That's Sal Capaccio with WGR, Bill Sideline Reporter. We were at practice on Wednesday, Sal. There were two big talking points. One, the weather. Two, how does this team end its losing streak? But the weather is way more fun to talk about. Yeah, because it's so um, unpredictable. I think the losing streak is pretty straightforward. Everybody tells you stop turning the ball over, right? I mean, like that's the answer. What's the weather answer? We don't know. We don't know what this looks like. So let's just kind of lay it out for everybody. Whenever you're listening to this, hopefully, you know, as soon as you get up on Thursday, Thursday afternoon, you're hearing this as of Wednesday night, when Matt and I are recording this podcast, the game is still on at 1 PM Sunday in orchard park, New York. Could that change? Yes. Have we heard anything about it possibly changing? Not to my knowledge, Matt, maybe you have, Sean McDermott said he hasn't heard anything, but of course they're in contact with the league offices. And of course, Erie County government officials, can they get essential services to the stadium? Will they have uh, streets plowed people getting to the stadium? All those things are going to factor in Kevin Stefanski of the Browns was asked about it. He said, as far as he knows, everything's still on. They're going to try and travel in here. I do wonder about the Browns getting here, by the way, on Saturday, I think that's going to be an issue. Um, But as far as we have been told, we have heard, and like you just said, you've talked to meteorologists and things like that. I have not heard anything about the game being moved, postponed or whatever as of yet. That is as of Wednesday. I don't, I don't think it's going to get moved. I just, I just don't. I think logistically what about time? it's more what about like time, like headache. seven o'clock, eight o'clock. That's, like that. that's the thing that I think could change. But right. that being said, once again, sports reporter, but yeah. I was talking to the meteorologists and they were saying that the buff that it looks like right now, it's going to shift South and kind of scatter Sunday afternoon. So if it's going to do that, it depends on when it happens Sunday afternoon. Cause if that happens early in the day, 
and it is happening during the game, then you're probably fine. If it happens later in the day, then maybe you want to, or excuse me, vice versa. If it happens late in the day, you'd probably want to just keep the game at one o'clock. If it's going to happen at one o'clock, then maybe you move the game back a little bit. Also, if the Browns are having a hard time getting into the area, maybe you move the game until four o'clock because it gives them a little bit of time to get in. They could always even leave the morning of, I know that's not ideal at all, but that being said, they could, if that's going to be their only option, Maybe they even make it like a Sunday night game or something. I just don't think any of that's going to happen. And I know a lot of people are asking about Detroit because it makes sense because the bills are going to play their next game in Detroit. I just think that, I just think that's far-fetched. I don't think that's happening. I agree. And I'll tell you part of the reason, obviously it couldn't be Monday because they play Thursday. They're, they're not moving the game to Monday and then playing a Thursday Thanksgiving game. I don't think they're moving two games. So moving this game and then the next game off Thanksgiving, big window for the NFL. And just, then you start creating more ripple effects problems. But the other reason why is Matt, if you can't get into Buffalo, you also have problems getting out of Buffalo. If you move the game to Detroit on a Sunday, when they did it in 2014, they made it Monday night to give everybody time to get out. I mean, you'd have logistical issues of getting people out of here, getting equipment there, getting um, all of your staff and everything you need for a game. It just seems really far fetched. Like you said, but you know, we'll stay on top of it and see what happens. I do think it's possible. The team, the time gets changed based on everything that you just said. Um, we don't know, but I would tell you if the bills had to play Sunday night, that's also, I would think the team felt feel would feel that's a disadvantage, disadvantage. for them because they have to play Thursday at 1230 PM. You know, it would be super fun. It's not going to happen. This is just like a pie in the sky thing. I love the idea of a weird time game happening just because it would be fun and more memorable. I would love that they're able to like get in Saturday, but the weather forecast is bad in the afternoon on Sunday. So they play the game at like 10 a.m., like a 10 a.m. game on Sunday morning. Like it's a game over in London or Germany <laughs> or something, but it's just actually an Orchard Park. And then we're all done by 1.30 and it's great. That would be awesome. But it's going to probably just be a normal one o'clock game because I do think from everything that I've heard, everything that I've read, the people I've talked to, it seems like the worst of this is going to be Friday, Saturday, yeah. and then Sunday it's going to start to disperse. So, so we could see like lots of snow in Orchard Park but not on the field during the game. Maybe like it might be snowing during the game, which makes it for a regular football game. Essentially. Exactly. That's the thing. I mean, of course they're concerned with people getting to the stadium with the team, getting to Buffalo and all of that kind of stuff. That being said, if it's okay on Sunday, then there's really no concerns here. You know what I mean? They'll have the fields cleared off by then it'll snow again, but it'll be cleared for a little bit. All right. So you talked about the, um, a uh, couple storylines at, at practice on Wednesday, obviously the weather and then the losing streak. And that is something the bills are trying to turn around here. Turnovers are the big talking point, but also mm-hmm. getting healthier. And there is news from practice. Five players on Wednesday did not practice with a non COVID related illness. Hopefully they're all okay. Hopefully it's more just precaution to keep them away from everybody else. You don't have 10, 15 guys getting sick on Thursday, but it is very notable. The bills were not able to have a normal practice, but they did have, Jordan Poyer back. They did have Kyrie Elam back um, missing guys, getting guys back. This is something too, that this team has to kind of monitor throughout the week and, you know, see what they can get back. The big one is Jordan Poyer. If he can play this week, that would be a really big boost because Matt, I think they, it's starting to show up. Now they really do have safety issues. Uh, if Jordan Poyer played against the Vikings, that ball hits the ground and they probably Agreed. win that game. So that's one obvious answer for that. And the other thing that we haven't even mentioned, it was the biggest talking point last week, but Josh Allen was the limited at practice on Wednesday from what we were able to watch. He was in the sleeve covering the elbow and the arm on his right arm. We did not see him throw a ball. He was going through individual drills. He basically did the entire drill. And then when it was time to throw, he just kind of held on to it. 
based off of him playing on Sunday and it doesn't seem like there were any setbacks or anything like that. I think this is almost going to be status quo for the next little bit. I think it's going to be limited on Wednesday, probably limited on Thursday, regardless of what happens, unless he has a setback, I'm fully expecting that Josh Allen, regardless of his practice status, will be out there playing in every game that they play. Yeah, I agree with you. And the point that on Sunday, he did not come out early for warmups was a talking point. Why was it? You know, why wasn't he out there? He said, it makes sense. It was just no reason to throw extra footballs, really. So he mm-hmm. came out a little bit later, and, you know, that was the routine that he had. And I think that's probably what we're going to see going forward. All right, the other one is Tredavious White. That's a big uh, one. Sean McDermott was asked Monday about Tredavious. He said, he was asked by Jace Kursky of the Buffalo News specifically, is it physical or mental? He said, I'm not going to get into physical or mental. And then added, he's going to play when he's ready to play. Basically, He's not in a position where he's ready to play. Um it's trending towards me, like the way Sean talks, that this is more on Tredavious' side of thing, things than the teams. But Sean's going to protect his players. He's not going to throw them under the bus. He's not going to criticize them. I'm not even saying that he's upset. But it, he, when he answered the question on Wednesday, he did say it's a team effort. It just seems to me like this might be more on when Tredavious is ready than it is anything else because, Matt, he is a full participant and cleared health-wise. And he mentioned, Sean, there was a little hidden hints at hidden hints. That sounds so stupid. He <laughs> mentioned he was like, okay, so specifically asked about him. He said, okay, eventually you got to go from here. Then you got to take the next step and you got to keep working yourself up to the point when you feel like you're ready to go. But eventually you just need to go. I'm right. paraphrasing, but yes. he said that. And right there is when we've talked about this a lot, but right there was the moment when I was like, he's talking about, Trey having to be like, okay, it's time to go. Then the follow-up question to that was from Chris Brown. And it was, is this a Trey decision? Is this a you decision? Like, how does this work? Is it just Trey tells you that he's good and then he's out on the field? And then he just said, it's a group effort and then moved on to the next thing. So I do think that this is starting to become a much bigger concern than we anticipated it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I also don't see a scenario where if it's going to be any kind of bad weather on the field on Sunday, that they would trot Trey white onto the field. And then you're talking about Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving Thanksgiving is a day earlier. So it's not a full year, but I mean, he was hurt in a dome in a Thanksgiving game. And then if the weather's bad, maybe I just don't see that either. I just think mentally he may say like, I, yeah, that's the too vibes. Much. That's what I mean. Like the vibe. And, and it's also the, the slip turf. They've been talking about. That mm-hmm. Detroit has that turf that's been, you know, talked about by a lot of players with the NFLPA. I would like to push back a little bit on one thing, though. You just said that about, and I agree with you about the, the, the wet field conditions in Buffalo. But, Matt, if it's not the medical and coach's decision, I don't think they would hold him back. It's still on Tredavious then. It might be, hey, get out there. Like, you, it, it doesn't matter what the conditions are. We, you are cleared when you are ready. And they may say, like, it's not up to us, and we're not going to hold you back from wet conditions. We think you can play in any condition. Yeah, but why wouldn't they have done that against the Vikings if that's ultimately what it is? Because, like we said, maybe it's his decision. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But if if you're Trey White, I don't think that you're making the decision to play now as opposed to last Oh, I agree with that. I agree with that. What I'm saying is, though, I wouldn't put it on – the way you phrased it earlier was that uh, they, yeah. would, they would hold him back. I'm saying uh-huh. I don't think they're holding him back in any regard from what I, I see. Don't, I think it's more I don't, about him holding himself back. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think that they're like, okay, right. not, as, not as harsh as this, but like TikTok, you've got a 53-man roster spot now. Like, let, let's see out on the field. Just to and be clear, he looks good in practice to all of us, right? He's he right, looks he's great. He looks no different than he looked at any point in his career. Heck, he might look better than he did for a while. He looks like he came back in unbelievable shape. I thought that in August, 
I remember watching him practice in August, not practice, but like work off, work out off to the side and be like, Oh, th- there's a chance this guy plays like early. We talked about it in some of the podcasts yeah. and they put him on IR and you're like, okay, well, you know what? Just take your time getting him back. You're not worried about now. Pop, you're worried about the pop. playoff run and all that stuff. Pop. Yeah. Yep. And then, yeah, then this happens. It's, it's just a weird, weird, weird scenario. All right. So uh, we have a guest coming up, Daryl Ryder from it's always game day in Cleveland. Just one little thing to tie up here and to put a bow on this. The bills also did open the 21 day window for Marquez Stevenson to start practicing on Wednesday, wide receiver, punt returner, kick returner, maybe another indication. They're still trying to get more speed on the field after trading for Naeem Hines, activating Duke Johnson. We'll see uh, where that goes. Daryl Ryder from it's always game day in Cleveland and our Odyssey sister station, the fan in Cleveland.